Easter is just around the corner, and what better way to celebrate the spring season than with a Miki Couture blanket? Whether you're gathering with family for an Easter egg hunt or just enjoying a quiet day at home, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Easter festivities. Made with ultra-soft and luxurious materials, these blankets will keep you cozy and comfortable, while their stylish designs will add a touch of spring to your day. And with a wide range of colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Minky blanket for everyone. So this Easter, make your day even brighter with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket just in time for Easter. Happy Easter from Minky Couture. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gangbusters, brought to you by the makers of Sloan's Liniment. Calling the police, calling the G-men, calling all Americans to war on the underworld. Tonight, the case of the Black Bottom Bandit, the gay young southern killer who used two weapons, a machine gun and a clarinet. But before we begin tonight's case, let's consider the cases of all you folks who find that March dampness almost always plagues you with muscular aches and pains. Well, there's no need for you to endure the discomfort of a stiff neck or a sore shoulder. Just reach for your bottle of Sloan's liniment and enjoy the same quick and comforting relief that Sloan's has brought to thousands during the past 50 years. You'll find Sloan's the easiest of liniments to apply. All you have to do is pat on Sloan's liniment, that's all. Pat Sloan's on the sore place and relax. In practically no time at all, you'll feel a gentle and beneficial warmth. The sign that Sloan's liniment is going to work just like a heat treatment to loosen your tight and aching muscles. Because Sloan's liniment brings you this relief, the relief you want. You should have a bottle of this reliable friend in need on your medicine shelf at all times. For muscular distress often strikes without warning. And the faster you apply Sloan's liniment, the sooner you'll be your old self once again. So tonight, after our thrilling gangbuster dramatization, take a look at your medicine shelf. If you see that your bottle of Sloan's is almost empty, be sure to stop in at your druggist's for Sloan's liniment first thing tomorrow. Now picture our setting as a special office turned over to gangbusters by Commissioner Louis J. Valentine of the New York City Police. Colonel H. Norman Schwarzkopf, now serving with the United States Army, interviews by proxy Superintendent George Rayer of the New Orleans Police Department. Colonel Schwarzkopf. Superintendent Rayer, you say that music and dancing played an important part in tonight's case? A very important part, Colonel Schwarzkopf. That's what I want out of life. Music. Dancing. 
to have a hundred girls fall in on my neck. Hear them call me the big shot. All I need is the money, and I'll get that with this. Yes, Colonel, in an effort to be considered a big shot, Earl Joyner turned gunman, but was captured. Then on May 13th, 1932, he shot one of the prison guards and escaped with two other convicts. They fled to Texas, where Earl Joyner set up headquarters in a house on the outskirts of Houston. Got it, will you, Joyner? Playing that same thing over and over again? Yeah, lay off, Joyner. Give me the willies. You guys don't appreciate hot music. I'd appreciate some of that money you said we was going to make. Me too. Well, what do you think I've been doing the past three weeks? i got plans all drawn up and plotted out. i got the blueprints of the inside of every bank within a hundred miles. How about going into action? Ah, cut the kid and join it. Lay off the clarinet and talk with it, will you? Okay. To lead the kind of life I want, boys... Nightclubs, baby dolls, expensive clothes. You gotta have money. But we're not going after chicken feed, we're going after the stuff. Now, pull your chairs up the table and I'll lay the plans out and show you stuff. I got every detail worked out. Now, take a look at these drawings. Ah, hey. Say, this is something. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you had brains, Joyner, but I didn't know you had this many. I'm going to explain those plans to you in just a minute. But first, here's the basis of my planet. We're going to have machine guns, and we're going to use them. We're going to mow people down. We aren't going to stop and tell people to get out of the way. We're going to shoot them out of the way. All right, now, look at these plans. Bank after bank, we're going to take. And we're going to take them over with machine gun bullets. We'll shoot up the bank so they won't even know what we look like. Emergency. Bank robbery at First National Bank, Springs, Texas. Three gunmen armed with machine guns shut up bank as they fled. Urgent. Alla, Louisiana bank robbed of over $6,000. Warning. Criminals have machine guns. All police. Merchants and Farmers Bank, Grapeland, Texas. Raided by machine gun bandits. Club after another. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Look at Blondie over there, Jordan. <laughs> Look at Blondie. Yeah, boy, <laughs> she's swinging out. The crest of the waves, boys. We're riding the crest of the waves. Hey, what's the matter? No music. Oh, we gotta have music. Hey, leader. Uh, band leader. Band leader, come here. Yes, sir. You want me? Yeah. I want you to play Black Bottom. It's my favorite song. But we just played that a few minutes ago. It's all right. I'm paying, ain't it? Here's a hundred bucks. Oh, Thank you, sir. Now, just a second. Here's another hundred. Oh, thanks. You're talking to a big shot now. Go on, play the black bottom and play it hot. Yes, yes. sir. I'll play that number right away, sir. All right, boys. 
The black bottom, and give it everything you got. <laughs> Joiner, I think we've shot up more banks in a shorter time than any gang that ever operated. We ought to get a good haul from this bank in Pontchartula. <laughs> How's it feel to have a rope tied around your neck, Mr. Bank President? <laughs> he doesn't look much like a bank president now, does he? Oh, it's the biggest stunt you ever pulled, Joiner. Kidnapping this guy from his house to make him open the bank vault. But you better loosen that rope a bit. You don't want the guy to croak on us before we get to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which road do I take, Joiner? On to the left. Banks up the street to the left, then. Okay. Well, for Pete's sake. Hey, what is this? All these wagons and stuff. Pull up, pull up. Oh, God. Yeah. Howdy, dude. How's the prop coming? Back up, girl. Back up, there's girl. Must be market day. Yeah, and the sap farmer's got the whole road blocked for the horses and wagons. They're all around the bank, too. It's spot us in a second if we try to go in. Well, it looks like the job's off. A couple of those farmers are looking this way. They may spot this bank president in the car and know something's wrong. We better get out of here. Turn up the side road fast. That's what I call a rotten break. Yeah, now we can't use this bank president. What are we going to do with him? Chuck him out. He may go to the cops. He's got a wife and kids. If he puts the cops on our trail, we'll come back and kill him. You hear that, mister? Yes. Okay, get out. I I can't. If you slow down... Slow down nothing. Jump. I'll be killed. You don't want to jump. Well, I'll kick you out. Have to slow down first, please. We're going 60. Oh, Oh, you get hurt, the better I like it. Come on, fellas, kick him out. (laughs) See him go flying? Yeah, bounce for 20 yards. Well, where to now, Joiner? I don't know. Hey, Wait. There's one town I haven't seen yet, New Orleans. That's right. They say they got some swell dance halls down there. Yeah, and Creole babes. That's where we'll head, Davis. New Orleans, the land of dreams. We'll bust it wide open. <laughs> Look out! Open fire, man. Pass! Imagine they sideswiped our car without crashing. Any of your cars and after them. Come on. Step on it. They're getting away. Turn on that searchlight. They got around that bend in the road. Look. Looks like a trail of gasoline in the center of the road. We must have plugged their gas tank. Can't get far. They can't get off this road. Swamps on both sides. Faster, faster. Hold it. Car up ahead. It's stopped. Pull up to it. Let's be set to shoot. It's the bandit car. There are the bullet holes. Car's empty. Flash that searchlight around. Right, Sheriff. Don't see anything. Wait. Turn the light back to the left a bit. Yeah? Those cypress trees, the other side of the canal. By George, there they are, climbing up the other side of the canal. There they are. Get them. Too late. They got away through the tree. Pete! Yes, Sheriff. Race to the nearest phone. Have men approach that area from the other side of the swamp. Yes, sir. The rest of you come with me. 
We're going to swim this canal after. Right, sir. Yes, sir. Certainly exciting action, Superintendent Rayer. But before you tell us the outcome of this chase, Frank Gallup has a word from our sponsor. trains and motor trucks are crisscrossing this country, freighting the materials of war to the men of the services. The men who handle these tough jobs deserve the thanks of the nation. With all the rest of you who are in important jobs, they've taken a pledge that now work comes first. That means staying in good health so that you can do a good job. I guess that's why so many thousands on thousands of you now keep a bottle of reliable Sloan's liniment in your locker at the plant, as well as another bottle on your medicine shelf at home. Or you've learned from bitter experience that muscular aches and pains often strike suddenly, especially when you're on a strenuous and tiring job. Sloan's, you'll learn, takes hardly any time at all to apply. During your lunchtime or after work, all you have to do is pat on some Sloan's liniment and then relax for a short while. Sloan's does the rest, working like a heat treatment to help you find the quick and comforting relief you want so much. In many jobs, you're liable to suffer muscular distress from all three of the main causes. Overexertion, accident, or overexposure to chilling weather. Sloan's, a real friend in need, will help loosen and relax your sore and aching muscles, whatever the cause. Remember that when you use Sloan's liniment, you needn't endure hard and painful rubbing or massage. All you do is pat on this world-famous liniment. Just pat Sloan's on the sore place and relax. If you've never used Sloan's Liniment, you'd do well to stop in at your favorite druggist's on your way home from work tomorrow and get a bottle. If you're one of the millions of Sloan's regular users, always be sure you have a fairly full bottle. An empty bottle of Sloan's is no help at all when you want relief in a hurry. Now back to our interview at headquarters. Now, Superintendent Ryer, did Earl Joyner and his gang escape the posse that waylaid them in the swamps? Yes, Colonel Schwarzkopf, they did escape. And they seemed to disappear off the face of the map. Three weeks later, Chief Grosh of the New Orleans Police and his Lieutenant Schwem were covering the nightclubs of New Orleans. It's after two in the morning, Chief Grosh. Don't you think we ought to call it a night? Oh, I guess so, Lieutenant Schwem. Perhaps we are on a wild goose chase. Yeah. But I want to get that killer, Joyner. We've been covering every New Orleans nightclub for weeks now. Joyner was here. We'd run into him before this. Yeah, but nightclubs and girls and hot music are his weakness. Wait, Swim. There's the Kit Kat Club up the street. We haven't covered that for a couple of hours. I've never seen anybody so persistent as you are, Chief Grosh. You got on a trail of someone. Joyner is a maniac with a gun. His whole gang is. Oh, well, we can give the place the once over from this door. Quite a crowd inside. Yeah, but no sign. Lieutenant. Yes, Chief. That table in the far corner. Those men sitting at it. Davis. And Morgan. But I, I don't see Joyner. No, no, I don't either. Problem is, how are we going to approach that table without them spotting us? They'll have guns. 
If they ever start shooting at all these people inside... Yeah, it'll be a wholesale murder. But look, I got an idea. What, Chief? Here's a couple of waiters' aprons. We'll put these on. Hey, that's a swell idea. Yeah. Come on, tie this string in back of me. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, think you ought to carry a tray or something? No, these aprons should do the trick. No. I'm all set. Now remember, Schwem, we've got to grab them before they can pull a gun. Yeah. If they spot us before we grab them, jump for the table. Right. Knock it over on top of them. And pull the tablecloth over the head. Right. All right. Through this door. Now, not too fast, Schwim. Not too fast. Right. If they spot us, die for the table. Morgan, looking this way. Yeah. Keep walking. A few more steps and... He sees us. Die for them, fast. Right. Stop it. Stop that gun. Okay, okay, don't shoot. I give up. Put cuffs on him, Lieutenant. All right. Gosh, that fellow dancing for the exit. It's Joyner. Hold these fellas. I'll go get him. Joyner, look out! Cops! No, you don't, Joyner. Come here. Let go of me. Let go of me. Want to put up a fight, eh? No, no, I give up. I give up. Bet your life you do. Come on, Joyner. Start walking. Your dancing days are over. Colonel Schwarzkopf, Joyner and his gang were sentenced from 27 to 46 years in Angola prison. But less than a year later, September 10th, 1933. They got put away for life, but they're wrong. They built up a new gang right here inside the prison. Some of the worst killers in the country. Wouldn't want to meet us up a dark alley, would you? Well, you will. We're getting out today during the ball game. We got guns, and we're getting out during the fall. Hey, Morgan, hold on. Okay, boys, now's the time. Shoot in the crowd. Kill him, kill him. Make for the front gate, come on. There's a guy. Shoot him. Back to this building. Visitor running this way. Plug him, don't wait. Plug him. Okay, hold it. Yeah? What, what is it, Joanna? The captain of the guard should be at the front gate. He'll have the keys. There he is. He don't see us. Kill him. That got him. We'll grab the keys and get out of here. Come on, fast. Statewide alarm. Emergency. Thirteen convicts led by Earl Joyner have shot way out of prison. Three men killed, including captain of guards. Killers are heading north. Black all roads and form posses. Special bulletin to all posses. Eight of escaped convicts were surrounded and captured after gun battle near Rolling Creek. One convict killed. This accounts for eight of the 13 who escaped. Sheriff's posse reporting. Four more convicts have just been recaptured. In the wrecked car near White's Gully. They are now on their way back to jail. To all passes in the field, Earl Joyner, only convict at large, has escaped into wooded swamp on outskirts of Houston. All passes close in. Ah, cops! After me! But only stop raining so I can see something. 
dark. I've got to find some place to hide till morning. Oh! Oh! Oh, my face! Bob Wildfans! Oh! Oh, I'm all cut. I'm bloody. Keep going, man. You went this way. Keep going. Right after me. Which way to turn? I've got to find some place to hide. What's that? Pigs. A pig pen. Maybe I can hide in there. Out of my way, you rotten pigs. If I can bury myself in the muck of this pig pen. Ooh, my face. Where should I surround? Listen to the pigs. Wonder what they're so excited about. Probably the storm. Turn your light on them. Yeah, I guess so. It looks like a barn over there. Might be in that barn. Come on. Right. Get your snoot out of my face, you dumb pig. My face hurts. But I fooled the cops. Yeah, I'll hide here all night and then I'll get away. I gotta get away. Yeah. Who are you? Wait, what do you mean bursting into my house this way? Shut up, farmer. Open your mouth and I'll kill you. Yeah, all right. You're gonna hide me, see? I need clothes and food and I need medicine for my face. It's all cut and swollen. Those cops got me crazy running and hiding and running. I can't stand no more. I'll kill you. I'll kill everyone. What's that? Coppers outside in the car. Yeah. You want to die? You want to die right now? No, no, no. And don't tell them about me. I got to hide. I can... Oh, those rafters up by the ceiling. I can climb up there. All right. Keep facing me while I climb up. Yes, yes. One bullet will kill you and I got plenty. No, no. Don't, don't shoot. There. I'm all set now, Farmer. The gun's pointing right down at you through these cracks in the lumber. Hello, Jim. Uh, hello, Sheriff. Jim, we're looking for an escaped convict. You seen anything of a stranger around these parts? Well, no, Sheriff. Well, he's here somewhere. We've been trailing him two days now. He won't stop till we get him. Yes. Hey. What's that? Uh, what? That noise. Having the rafters up there. The rafters? I, I didn't hear anything. <clears throat> Probably some uh, chipmunks got in up there. Jim, you feeling all right? Oh, yes. Your face is pale. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. You say you haven't seen anything of a stranger at all? Oh, no, Sheriff, no. I... Well, then I won't take up any more of your time. All right, boys. Outside. Yes, Sheriff. All right, let's go. How's it going, Jim? Hey. But I'm taking you with me. All right, Jim. You can talk now. He's in there, isn't he? Yes, yes, Sheriff. Up on the rafters. He's got a gun. I knew something was wrong the way you acted. You'll get him. Keep the guns on that door, men. Right. Join us in there. If he tries to come out, shoot. Right. Phil, you come with me. Right. We'll go around back and climb in through the window. Come on. Sheriff, he's got a gun. Give me a hand, I'll pull you in. Ready now. 
Okay, Joyner. We have you surrounded. Come down from those rafters or I'll shoot up through the floor. I'll give you just five seconds, Joyner. Look. His hand falling over the side of the plank. Dropping his gun. Wait a minute. Maybe a trick. Oh. See his body. Slipping off the rafters. He's falling down. Look out. He's unconscious. What's wrong with him? Roll him up. Look at his face. It's fallen twice its right size. I can't even see his eyes. He's burning up with fever. It's all infected. Blood poisoning? Most likely. What a sight he is. Yes. Looks like Joyner outsmarted himself for good this time. All right. Help me lift him. Okay. We'll get him to the prison hospital. And Earl Joyner had outsmarted himself, Colonel Schwartzkopf. Though he always claimed he'd never die in a prison, he died in the prison hospital two days later, and from infection on his face caused by his hiding in the pig pen, and the pigs sloshing the filth all over him. This has been a powerful case, Superintendent Ryer. Here was a young man who deliberately turned to crime at the age of 22. How old was he when he died? Just 23. He thought he was too smart for the law, and he really met his death from the pigs. Thank you, Superintendent Ryer. And now, before we broadcast our nationwide clues, here is Frank Gallup with a suggestion. These days, the youngsters practically live in their roller skates, even clumping up and down the stairs despite all your warnings. And, of course, they fall occasionally. So that means reaching for your bottle of reliable Sloan's liniment. Yes, for the past two generations, mothers all over the world have helped their children find relief from muscular aches and pains with Sloan's, the family friend in need. All you need to do is pat on Sloan's, that's all. Just pat Sloan's on that black and blue mark. Or Charlie Horse, and tell Sister Sue or young Bobby to stay quiet for a while. In a very few minutes, they'll feel that gentle and beneficial warmth begin to chase the ache right out of their sore and hurting muscles. For Sloan's, like a heat treatment, brings you quick and comforting relief without any painful rubbing or massage. That's why millions count on Sloan's liniment whenever any member of the family is suffering from muscular distress. Many of you I know always make sure there's a bottle of Sloan's on your medicine shelf at all times. Just the same, before you go to bed tonight, just check your supply. The past few weeks have been pretty wet and blustery. The kind of weather that so frequently brings stiff necks and sore backs with it. Perhaps your bottle of Sloan's liniment is practically empty. If it is, make a note to get Sloan's liniment from your druggist tomorrow. It's wise to be prepared. And now, the clues. If you have any information concerning these clues, notify your local police, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or gangbusters at once. For Sloan's Liniment next week, the amazing narrative of Fantasy Farms, a mysterious mansion guarded by an electric eye, dungeons sunk deep into the earth, ammunition hidden in the walls, trick furniture that held enough guns to blow up a battalion of invaders. And still the law enforcement authorities were able to cope with this secret gang, smoke them out of their lair, and break up this vicious mob for all time. Don't miss this gripping Phillips H. Lord public service dramatization of Gangbusters. Give to the Red Cross War Relief Fund and give generously today through your local chapter. Gangbusters, brought to you by the makers of Sloan's Liniment. 
again, calling all Americans to war on the underworld. Tonight, the case of the Black Bottom Bandit, the gay young Southern killer who used two weapons, a machine gun and a clarinet. But before we begin tonight's case, let's consider the cases of all you folks who find that March dampness almost always plagues you with muscular aches and pains. Well, there's no need for you to endure the discomfort of a stiff neck or a sore shoulder. Just reach for your bottle of Sloan's liniment and enjoy the same quick and comforting relief that Sloan's has brought to thousands during the past 50 years. You'll find Sloan's the easiest of liniments to apply. All you have to do is pat on Sloan's liniment, that's all. Pat Sloan's on the sore place and relax. In practically no time at all, you'll feel a gentle and beneficial warmth. The sign that Sloan's liniment is going to work just like a heat treatment to loosen your tight and aching muscles. Because Sloan's liniment brings you this relief, the relief you want. You should have a bottle of this reliable friend in need on your medicine shelf at all times. For muscular distress often strikes without warning. And the faster you apply Sloan's liniment, the sooner you'll be your old self once again. So tonight, after our thrilling gangbuster dramatization, take a look at your medicine shelf. If you see that your bottle of Sloan's is almost empty, be sure to stop in at your druggist's for Sloan's liniment first thing tomorrow. Now picture our setting as a special office turned over to gangbusters by Commissioner Louis J. Valentine of the New York City Police. Colonel H. Norman Schwarzkopf, now serving with the United States Army, interviews by proxy Superintendent George Rayer of the New Orleans Police Department. Colonel Schwarzkopf. Superintendent Rayer, you say that music and dancing played an important part in tonight's case? A very important part, Colonel Schwarzkopf. That's what I want out of life. Music, dancing. To have a hundred girls falling on my neck. Hear them call me the big shot. All I need is the money. And I'll get that with this. Yes, Colonel, in an effort to be considered a big shot, Earl Joyner turned gunman, but was captured. Then on May 13th, 1932, he shot one of the prison guards and escaped with two other convicts. They fled to Texas, where Earl Joyner set up headquarters in a house on the outskirts of Houston. Got it, will you, Joyner? Playing that same thing over and over again. Yeah, lay off, Joyner. Give it a willies. You guys don't appreciate hot music. I'd appreciate some of that money you said we was going to make. Me too. Well, what do you think I've been doing the past three weeks? I got plans all drawn up and plotted out. I got the blueprints of the inside of every bank within a hundred miles. How about going into action? All right, put the kid and join your layoff and turn it. Talk with us, will you? Okay. To lead the kind of life I want, boys... Nightclubs, baby dolls, expensive clothes. You gotta have money. But we're not going after chicken feed. We're going after the stuff. Now, pull your chairs up the table and I'll lay the plans out and show you stuff. I got every detail worked out. Now, take a look at these joints. Ah, say. Say, this is something. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you had brains, Joyner, but I didn't know you had this many. Huh. 
I'm going to explain those plans to you in just a minute. But first, here's the basis of my planet. Yeah. We're going to have machine guns, and we're going to use them. We're going to mow people down. We aren't going to stop and tell people to get out of the way. We're going to shoot them out of the way. All right, now, look at these plans. Bank after bank, we're going to take. And we're going to take them over with machine gun bullets. We'll shoot up the bank so they won't even know what we look like. Emergency. Bank robbery at First National Bank, Springs, Texas. Three gunmen armed with machine guns shut up bank as they fled. Urgent. On a Louisiana bank robbed of over $6,000. Warning. Criminals have machine guns. All police. Merchants and Farmers Bank, Grapeland, Texas, raided by machine gun bandits. music. Hey, leader. Uh, band leader. Band leader, come here. Yes, sir. You want me? Yeah. I want you to play Black Bottom. It's my favorite song. But we just played that a few minutes ago. It's all right. I'm paying, ain't it? Here's a hundred bucks. Oh, thank you, sir. Now, just a second. Here's another hundred. Oh, thanks. You're talking to a big shot now. Go on, play the Black Bottom and play it hot. Yes, yes. sir. I'll play that number right away, sir. All right, boys. The Black Bottom and give it everything you got. You know, Joyner, I think we've shot up more banks in a shorter time than any gang that ever operated. We ought to get a good haul from this bank in Fontatula. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel to have a rope tied around your neck, Mr. Bank President? <laughs> he doesn't look much like a bank president now, does he? Oh, it's the biggest stunt you ever pulled, Joiner. Kidnapping this guy from his house to make him open the bank vault. But you better loosen that rope a bit. You don't want the guy to croak on us before we get to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, which road do I take, Joiner? Out to the left. The bank's up the street to the left, sir. Okay. Well, for Pete's sake. Say, what is this? All these wagons and stuff. Pull up, pull up. Oh, girl. Howdy, dear. How's the cross coming? Back up, girl. Back up, girl. Must be market day. Yeah, and the sap farmer's got the whole road blocked for the horses and wagons. They're all around the bank, too. They'd spot us in a second if we try to go in. It looks like the job's off. A couple of those farmers are looking this way. They may spot this bank president in the car and know something's wrong. We better get out of here. Turn up the side road fast. That's what I call a rotten break. Yeah, now we can't use this bank president. 
What are we going to do with him? Chuck him out. He may go to the cops. He's got a wife and kids. If he puts the cops on our trail, we'll come back and kill him. You hear that, mister? Yes. Okay, get out. I I can't. If you slow down... Slow down nothing. Jump. I'll be killed. You don't want to jump. Well, I'll kick you out. Just slow down first, please. We're going 60. The more you get hurt, the better I like it. Come on, fellas. Kick him out. (laughs) See him go flying? Yeah, bounce for 20 yards. Well, where to now, Joyner? I don't know. Hey, wait. There's one town I haven't seen yet. New Orleans. That's right. They say they got some swell dance halls down there. Yeah, and Creole babes. That's where we'll head, Davis. New Orleans, the land of dreams. We'll bust it wide open. <laughs> Look out! Open firemen, pass! You imagine they sideswept their car without crashing? Any of cars and after them. Come on. Come on. Step on it. They're getting away. Turn on that searchlight. They got around that bend in the road. Look. Looks like a trail of gasoline in the center of the road. We must have plugged their gas tank. Can't get far. They can't get off this road. Swamps on both sides. Faster, faster. Hold it. Car up ahead. It stopped. Pull up to it. We'll be set to shoot. It's the bandit car. There are the bullet holes. Car's empty. Pass that searchlight around. Right, Charles. Don't see anything. Wait. Turn the light back to the left a bit. Yeah? Those cypress trees at the other side of the canal. By George, there they are, climbing up the other side of the canal. There they are. Get them. Too late. They got to wait through the trees. Pete. Yes, Sheriff. Face to the nearest phone. Have men approach that area from the other side of the swamp. Yes, sir. The rest of you come with me. We're going to swim this canal after. Right, sir. Yes, sir. Certainly exciting action, Superintendent Rayer. But before you tell us the outcome of this chase, Frank Gallup has a word from our sponsor. Freight trains and motor trucks are crisscrossing this country, freighting the materials of war to the men of the services. The men who handle these tough jobs deserve the thanks of the nation. With all the rest of you who are in important jobs, they've taken a pledge that now work comes first. That means staying in good health so that you can do a good job. I guess that's why so many thousands on thousands of you now keep a bottle of reliable Sloan's liniment in your locker at the plant, as well as another bottle on your medicine shelf at home. For you've learned from bitter experience that muscular aches and pains often strike suddenly, especially when you're on a strenuous and tiring job. Sloan's, you'll learn, takes hardly any time at all to apply. During your lunchtime or after work, all you have to do is pat on some Sloan's liniment and then relax for a short while. Sloan's does the rest, working like a heat treatment to help you find the quick and comforting relief you want so much. In many jobs, you're liable to suffer muscular distress from all three of the main causes, overexertion, accident, or overexposure to chilling weather. Sloan's a real friend in need. Will help loosen and relax your sore and aching muscles 
whatever the cause. Remember that when you use Sloan's liniment, you needn't endure hard and painful rubbing or massage. All you do is pat on this world-famous liniment. Just pat Sloan's on the sore place and relax. If you've never used Sloan's liniment, you'd do well to stop in at your favorite druggist on your way home from work tomorrow and get a bottle. If you're one of the millions of Sloan's regular users, always be sure you have a fairly full bottle. An empty bottle of Sloan's is no help at all when you want relief in a hurry. Now back to our interview at headquarters. Now, Superintendent Ryer, did Earl Joyner and his gang escape the posse that waylaid them in the swamps? Yes, Colonel Schwarzkopf, they did escape. And they seemed to disappear off the face of the map. Three weeks later, Chief Grosh of the New Orleans Police and his Lieutenant Schwem were covering the nightclubs of New Orleans. After two in the morning, Chief Grosh, don't you think we ought to call it a night? Oh, I guess so, Lieutenant Schwem. Perhaps we are on a wild goose chase. Yeah. But I want to get that killer, Joyner. We've been covering every New Orleans nightclub for weeks now. Joyner was here. We'd run into him before this. Yeah, but nightclubs and girls and hot music are his weakness. Which, Schwem? There's the Kit Kat Club up the street. We haven't covered that for a couple of hours. I've never seen anybody so persistent as you are, Chief Grosh. He got on a trail of someone. Joyner is a maniac with a gun. His whole gang is. Oh, well. We can give the place the once over from this door. Quite a crowd inside. Yeah. But no sign. Lieutenant. Yes, Chief. That table in the far corner. Those men sitting at it. Davis. And Morgan. But I, I don't see Joyner. No, no, I don't either. Problem is, how are we going to approach that table without them spotting us? They'll have guns. If they ever start shooting at all these people inside... Yeah, it'll be a wholesale murder. But look, I got an idea. What, Chief? Here's a couple of waiters' aprons. We'll put these on. Say, that's a swell idea. Yeah. Come on, tie this string in back of me. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, think we ought to carry a tray or something? No, these aprons should do the trick. I'm all set. Now remember, Schwem, we've got to grab them before they can pull a gun. Yeah. If they spot us before we grab them, jump for the table. Right. Knock it over on top of them and pull the tablecloth over the head. Right. All right. Through this door. Now, not too fast, Schwem. Not too fast. Right. If they spot us, die for the table. Morgan's looking this way. Yeah. Keep walking. A few more steps and he sees us. Stifle them fast. Drop it. Drop that gun. Okay, okay, don't shoot. I give up. Put cups on him, Lieutenant. All right. Gosh, that fellow dancing for that exit. It's Joyner. Hold these fellas. I'll go get him. Joyner, look out. Cops. No, you don't, Joyner. Come here. Let go of me. Let go of me. You want to put up a fight, eh? No, no, I give up. I give up. Bet your life you do. Come on, Joyner. Start walking. Your dancing days are over. Colonel Schwarzkopf, Joyner and his gang were sentenced from 27 to 46 years in Angola prison. But less than a year later, September 10th, 1933. They got put away for life, but they're wrong. I built up a new gang right here inside the prison. Some of the worst killers in the country. 
Wouldn't want to meet us up a dark alley, would you? Well, you will. We're getting out today during the ball game. We got guns and we're getting out during the ball game. Okay, boys, now's the time. Shoot in the crowd. Kill him, kill him. Wait for the front gate. Come on. There's a guard. Shoot him. Back in this building. Visitor running this way. Plug him. Don't wait. Plug him. Okay, hold it. Yeah? What, what is it, Joanna? The captain of the guard should be at the front gate. He'll have the keys. There he is. He don't see us. Kill him. That got him. We'll grab the keys and get out of here. Come on, fast. Statewide alarm. Emergency. Thirteen convicts, led by Earl Joyner, have shot way out of prison. Three men killed, including captain of guards. Killers are heading north. Lock all roads and form posses. Special bulletin to all posses. Eight of escaped convicts were surrounded and captured after gun battle near Rolling Creek. One convict killed. This accounts for eight of the 13 who escaped. Sarah's posse reporting. Four more convicts have just been recaptured when they wrecked car near White's Gully. They are now on their way back to jail. To all posses in the field, Earl Joyner, only convict at large, has escaped into wooded swamp on outskirts of Houston. All posses close in. Stop raining so I can see something. It's so dark. I've got to find some place to hide till morning. Oh! Oh, oh my face. Bob Wafters. Oh. oh, I'm all cut. I'm bloody. Keep going, man. You went this way. Keep going. Right after me. Which way to turn? Gotta find some place to hide. What's that? Pigs. A pig pen. Maybe I can hide in there. Out of my way, you rotten pigs. If I can bury myself in the muck of this pig pen. Ooh, my face. Come on, man. Try to get far away. Flash the lights around. Listen to the pigs. Wonder what they're so excited about. Probably the storm. Turn your light on. Yeah, I guess so. It looks like a barn over there. Might be in that barn. Come on. Right. Get your snoot out of my face, you dumb pig. Oh, my face hurts. But I fooled the cops. Yeah, I'll hide here all night and then I'll get away. I gotta get away. Yeah. Who are you? Wait, what do you mean bursting into my house this way? Shut up, farmer. Open your mouth and I'll kill you. Yeah, all right. You're gonna hide me, see? I need clothes and food, and I need medicine for my face. It's all cut and swollen. Those cops got me crazy running and hiding and running. I can't stand no more. I'll kill you. I'll kill everyone. Mm-hmm. 
What's that? Coppers outside McCall. Yeah. You want to die? You want to die right now? No, no, no. And don't tell them about me. I got to hide. I can... One of those rafters up by the ceiling. I can climb up there. All right. Keep facing me while I climb up. Yes, yes. One bullet will kill you and I got plenty. No, no, don't, don't shoot. There. I'm all set now, Farmer. A gun's pointing right down at you through these cracks. No one... Hello, Jim. Uh, hello, Sheriff. Jim, we're looking for an escaped convict. You seen anything of a stranger around these parts? Well, no, Sheriff. Well, he's here somewhere. We've been trailing him two days now. He won't stop till we get him. Yes. Hey, what's that? Uh, what? That noise. Heaven, the raptors up there. The raptors? I, I didn't hear anything. Probably some uh, chipmunks got in up there. Jim, you feeling all right? Yes. Your face is pale. I'm I'm all right. You say you haven't seen anything of a stranger at all? Oh, no, Sheriff, no. Well, then I won't take up any more of your time. All right, boys. Outside. Yes, Sheriff. All right, let's go. How's it going, Jim? But I'm taking you with me. All right, Jim. You can talk now. He's in there, isn't he? Yes, yes, Sheriff. Up on the rafters. He's got a gun. I knew something was wrong the way you acted. He'll get him. Keep your guns on that door, men. Right. Join us in there. If he tries to come out, shoot. Right. Bill, you come with me. Right. We'll go around back and climb in through the window. Come on. Here we are. I'll go in first. Careful, Sheriff. He's got a gun. Okay, Joyner. We have you surrounded. Come down from those rafters or I'll shoot up through the floor. I'll give you just five seconds, Joyner. Look. His hand falling over the side of the plank. Dropping his gun. Wait a minute. Maybe a trick. Oh. See his body. Slipping off the rafters. He's falling down. Look out. Conscious. What's wrong with him? Roll him over. Look at his face. It's fallen twice its right size. You can't even see his eyes. He's burning up with fever. It's all infected. Blood poisoning? Most likely. What a sight he is. Yes. Looks like Joyner outsmarted himself for good this time. All right. Help me lift him. Get him to the prison hospital. And Earl Joyner had outsmarted himself, Colonel Schwartzkopf. Though he always claimed he'd never die in a prison, he died in the prison hospital two days later, and from infection on his face caused by his hiding in the pig pen, and the pigs sloshing the filth all over him. This has been a powerful case, Superintendent Ryer. Here was a young man who deliberately turned to crime at the age of 22. How old was he when he died? Just 23. He thought he was too smart for the law, and he really met his death from the pigs. Thank you, Superintendent Dreyer. And now, before we broadcast our nationwide clues, here is Frank Gallup with a suggestion. 
These days, the youngsters practically live in their roller skates, even clumping up and down the stairs despite all your warnings. And, of course, they fall occasionally. So that means reaching for your bottle of reliable Sloan's liniment. Yes, for the past two generations, mothers all over the world have helped their children find relief from muscular aches and pains with Sloan's, the family friend in need. All you need to do is pat on Sloan's, that's all. Just pat Sloan's on that black and blue mark. Or Charlie Horse. And tell Sister Sue or young Bobby to stay quiet for a while. In a very few minutes, they'll feel that gentle and beneficial warmth begin to chase the ache right out of their sore and hurting muscles. For Sloan's, like a heat treatment, brings you quick and comforting relief without any painful rubbing or massage. That's why millions count on Sloan's liniment whenever any member of the family is suffering from muscular distress. Many of you I know always make sure there's a bottle of Sloan's on your medicine shelf at all times. Just the same, before you go to bed tonight, just check your supply. The past few weeks have been pretty wet and blustery. The kind of weather that so frequently brings stiff necks and sore backs with it. Perhaps your bottle of Sloan's liniment is practically empty. If it is, make a note to get Sloan's liniment from your druggist tomorrow. It's wise to be prepared. And now, the clues. If you have any information concerning these clues, notify your local police, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or gangbusters at once. For Sloan's liniment next week, the amazing narrative of Fantasy Farms, a mysterious mansion guarded by an electric eye, dungeons sunk deep into the earth, Ammunition hidden in the walls. Trick furniture that held enough guns to blow up a battalion of invaders. And still the law enforcement authorities were able to cope with this secret gang, smoke them out of their lair, and break up this vicious mob for all time. Don't miss this gripping Phillips H. Lord public service dramatization of Gangbusters. Give to the Red Cross War Relief Fund and give generously today through your local chapter. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Sloan's Liniment presents Gangbusters. At war, marching against the underworld. From coast to coast, gangbusters, police, the G-men, our government agents, marching against the underworld. Tonight, the case of a ghostly prisoner roaming the countryside unrecognized. A mountaineer farmer with a mysterious complex about burglary. A murder in a trailer camp. That's tonight's gangbusters. Now picture our setting as a special office turned over to gangbusters by Commissioner Louis J. Valentine of the New York City Police for a proxy interview between Colonel H. Norman Schwarzkopf, United States Army, and Edgar Sims, Chief of Police, Alexandria, Virginia. Colonel Schwarzkopf. Chief Sims, in these times of hidden enemies within our nation, tonight's case is very timely. It is, Colonel Schwarzkopf, and tonight's case is a very exciting one. You make it sound very unusual, Colonel. It is, Frank, about an unusually vicious criminal. Well, Colonel, I don't want to seem to step over into your department, but I know a criminal who, in his way, is just as undesirable. I'm talking about muscular distress, and anyone who has felt that insidious sudden ache or pain knows just what I mean. Still, I'm happy to report this particular felon has met his match. 
For the past 50 years, Sloan's liniment has been busy driving the soreness and stiffness out of aching, painful muscles, bringing quick and comforting relief to millions all over the world. Sloan's is the pat-on liniment that works like a heat treatment. All you do is pat on Sloan's. That's all. Just pat it on the sore place. And then like a heat treatment, that gentle warmth seems to get right at that knot of trouble in your stiff neck or sore back. If you haven't a bottle of Sloan's on your medicine shelf right now, be sure to ask your druggist for Sloan's liniment when you're doing your shopping tomorrow. All right, Colonel Schwartzkopf. Well, Chief Sims, at what point do you intend to start tonight's case? August 21st, 1938, at 7.15 that morning, in an outlying section of McCreary County in the Kentucky Hills, Mrs. Godfrey was struggling with a dog in a farmyard. Uh, now, hold still. Open your mouth, Tiger, like a good dog. Lie still there now. Uh, here, Tiger. Open your mouth. Howdy, Mrs. Uh, Godfrey. Oh. What's the trouble? Plenty's the trouble, Mr. Buchanan. Help me with my dog here, will you? Uh, What's the matter? He's been poisoned. Hold his jaws open while I pour this vinegar down his throat. Now, look out, he don't bite you. Yeah, I got him. But just vinegar won't help him. I don't reckon. Why, vinegar's always good for poison, so I've heard. Hold him, Mr. Buchanan. Knocked the vinegar bottle right out of my hand. Look out, I've got to let him go. He's trying to bite me. I never thought you had it in you to shoot even a dog, Mr. Buchanan. I'm sorry, Mrs. Godfrey, but he was in such pain he'd have bitten both of us. Mm. Poor tiger. I guess we should have shot him ourselves when we first found him like this. How long ago was that? Half an hour ago, just before Mr. Godfrey left. Where'd Mr. Godfrey go? Sheriff. Somebody poisoned tiger and then robbed the house while we was asleep. Hmm. That's right funny. What? I got my trailer parked over at the tourist camp in Pulaski County. Well, what about it? Well, just before I left the trailer camp, I heard three farmhouses over there were robbed last night. And in every case, the dogs were poisoned. Mm. Well, we'll see what the sheriff has to say. Oh, I uh, suppose, Mr. Buchanan, you brought the wicker seat and willow basket I ordered last spring. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've got those things already woven for you, Mrs. Godfrey. They're right in the car, and I'll get them for you. Attention, all southeast Kentucky sheriffs and police. Eight houses burglarized last night while occupants were asleep. Watchdogs poisoned before each robbery. So there you are, Mrs. Godfrey. Looking at cars yourself tonight, huh? Ah, Mr. Buchanan, you're quite a stranger. You didn't stop by on your way north this spring. No, I didn't, Mrs. Godfrey. This year I got some wonderful new baskets to sell. Oh? I wove every one of them myself. Mr. Godfrey home? No. Seems like Mr. Godfrey's never home when you call, Mr. Buchanan. Not a seem worried. Well, Mr. Godfrey does go away from home a heap more than he used to. He ain't been the same since that time we got robbed last year. How do you mean, ma'am? Well, he swears he's going to catch the burglar who robbed us and kill him. He's left standing word with the sheriff to call him up any hour, night or day, when there's another burglary hereabouts. You mean 
There's been more robberies since last year? Oh, mercy me. One last night over in Wilton and another one night before last in Four Acre. Mr. Godfrey says there'll be another one tonight, too. Another tonight? Mm. How does your husband get all this advanced information? Mm, seems like he just feels it in his bones. Like last night. Why, Mr. Godfrey was off for the sheriff's on a hunch almost three quarters of an hour before the sheriff called him up about the Wilton robbery. Mm. These robberies have been going on regular in these parts, Mrs. Godfrey. Yeah, they sure have the come and go by spasm. Well, if you'll come up to the house, I'll uh, look over your basket. Yeah. Let me carry those milk pails. Oh, thank you. Don't you get a little frightened, Mrs. Godfrey, staying alone so many nights while Mr. Godfrey's away? No, Mr. Godfrey's going to fix up the farm with burglar alarms. We won't depend on a watchdog anymore. Oh. Attention. Third burglary in southeast Kentucky on third night in succession. Godfrey Farmhouse... Village second time in two years. Watchdog poison. Warning. New outbreak of robberies in Greene County, Tennessee. Same localities burglarized as were looted mysteriously last year at same time. Uh, Colonel Schwarzkopf, the Cumberland Mountain region was up in arms by this time, but the wave of burglary subsided as quickly as it had arisen, just as it did the year before. Then another year passed. And another epidemic of robberies broke out, Chief Sims? Yes, but not in the same territory, Colonel Schwarzkopf. From July to November 1940, dwellings were burglarized through northern Virginia. In the office of Fairfax County, Virginia, Detective Henry McGarrity and Detective Lieutenant A.R. Stanley of the Alexandria City Police questioned one of the recent robbery victims. Mr. Wilkins, just before your house was burglarized, there were a couple of strangers seen around your place. Yes, Detective Stanley. The day before my house was robbed, a fellow came around and he tried to sell me some baskets and seat covers he'd woven. Hmm, he came around to sell you woven baskets and seat covers, eh? Yes, Detective McGarrity. And the next day, he came back again. Returned the day after the robbery, eh? Yes, sir. He said he thought that I'd told him I might think over buying some of his goods. You ever see this man before, Mr. Wilkins? No, but he sold one of my neighbors a willow bark basket. And he mentioned having a trailer over at the tourist camp by Alexandria. Uh, what about the other man who came to see you, Mr. Wilkins? Well, he acted kind of like a nut. He said his name was Godfrey, and he came from down in Kentucky. Said his own house had been robbed twice, and two of his watchdogs killed. And it got him so mad that he's been chasing around the country ever since, trying to catch the burglar who did it. He's uh, supposed to be the best shot in Kentucky, too. Didn't you tell me this Godfrey showed up at your house a few hours after the robbery? Yes, sir. Must have driven like the wind to get here from the Cumberland Mountains. It's over a 600-mile trip. The uh, report on the robbery didn't go out on a teletype until nearly dawn, did it, Lieutenant Stanley? 525, to be exact. Hmm. A basket wheeler at a trailer camp in Alexandria and a mountain farmer from Kentucky, both showing up the day after Wilkins' house was burglarized. Ah, something very strange here. Chief Sims, I know this case is approaching its climax. And the most stirring and spectacular one, too, Colonel Schwarzkopf. Yes, but uh, before you tell us about it, Frank Gallup would like to make a few predictions. Well, predicting the future isn't as difficult as it sounds, Colonel Schwarzkopf. For instance, I can predict right now that hundreds of thousands of people are going to be plagued by muscular aches and pains during the next six or seven months. How do I know? Because that time of year is known as liniment time when folks everywhere count on Sloan's to avoid needless discomfort caused by simple muscular distress. 
Most of them are already prepared, with a full bottle of Sloan's liniment ready and waiting on the medicine shelf for the first twinge of pain. Now, for those of you who are not ready, I have this friendly tip. Get a bottle of Sloan's at your favorite drugstore as soon as possible. Muscular aches and pains, as you know only too well, strike suddenly, without warning. Overexertion on your job, a slight accident, or overexposure to blustery wind and rain often results in stiff, sore muscles that make your life miserable. When you have a bottle of dependable Sloan's liniment handy, though, you can expect quick and comforting relief in just about a jiffy. Sloan's, you know, is the pat-on liniment. That's all you do, just pat it on the sore place. And like a heat treatment, Sloan's goes right to work, helping to loosen and relax those tight muscles. So make sure you have a bottle of Sloan's liniment on your medicine shelf at all times. Well, Colonel Schwarzkopf, I've finished with my predictions. What did Lieutenant Stanley find in that trailer camp? I was just going to ask that question of Chief Sims myself, Frank. Chief Sims, did Lieutenant Stanley and Detective McGarrity go to the trailer camp at Alexandria, Virginia? Yes, Colonel Schwarzkopf. But the basket weaver Buchanan, whom they were looking for, had left. The other campers told the investigators Buchanan had set off with his trailer for the Cumberland Gap. The Virginia police thereupon got in touch with Middlesbrough's captain of police, Barton. Wallace, Deputy Kane. Yes, Captain Barton. Come on, me, Captain Barton. Yes, uh, here's a flash from the Virginia police. They want us to pick up Clyde Buchanan for questioning. Mm. His trailer's parked at the trailer camp just outside of Middlesbrough here. What? Well, I've known Clyde Buchanan all my life, Captain Barton. Why do you suppose the Virginia police want Buchanan for questions? Well, I'm puzzled. Clyde Buchanan's a fine man. But we'd better go out to the trailer camp and see him. Yeah, that's Buchanan's trailer right at the end of this lane. Look, Captain Barton. Hmm? Buchanan's coming out to meet us. Hello, Sheriff Wallace. Captain Barton. Lieutenant. What brings you gents out here? Well, Clyde, to tell you the truth, we've come to see you. Me? What for? Well, the Virginia police seem to think you've had something to do with some robberies. They don't mean you're arresting me. Well, that's the most... There's some kind of a mistake here. All right, I'll go with you and straighten it out. This way till I get a hat and coat. Uh, just a minute, Clyde. Got a gun on you? I always carry a gun. You know that. Driving nights and stopping in lonely places sometimes like I do. Well, you'd better give us the gun, Buchanan. Sure. Sure. I'll give you the gun. Oh, he's got the chair. Stop! Hold, Buchanan! Don't stop, Captain. Where you are. I'm shooting you too, Deputy. Not if I get you first. You're crazy trying to shoot it out with me, Deputy. I shot the gun right out of your hand. Now I'm finishing the job. Oh, no. Your gun's empty. The sheriff's safe. Hold him. Get your gun. There you go. Into those cowboys. Hold him. 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 I'm County Attorney Fred Miller. And I'm Detective McGarrity from Fairfax County, Virginia. We're the ones who sent you the call if we want to be cannon for questions. I know. Now we want him for murder. Yes, so I've heard. If it's burglary evidence you're looking for, you'll find plenty in Buchanan's trailer over there. Chloroform, several different kinds of poison, and 
More money than a man could honestly make weaving baskets. Uh, what about this fellow Godfrey? His actions struck us as suspicious, too. Godfrey? Yeah. Oh, you mean Farmer Godfrey? That's right. Well, he's innocent, but I don't know how long he's going to be. Oh, what do you mean by that? They tell me Godfrey's set off without authority as a one-man posse to track Buchanan down by himself. Now, if Godfrey does catch him, he'll kill him. He's cracked on the subject. When are you starting after Buchanan? Right away. We're giving the bloodhounds a scent now. Come on along, if you like. Oh, thanks. Here you are, boy. Take a good smell of this. Now, what's that? I thought I wanted Buchanan's shirt. Now, you take another sniff, boy. That's it. Say, this dog don't look big enough to travel with a pack. He's still a puppy. Never been out before, but this case will give him training. He's cunning, little thing. Ah, uh, here you are, puppy. Come on now, sniff again. <laughs> uh, that's a good little puppy. All ready, men? All right, let the hounds off the leash. That's funny, Miller. The hounds led us right up this mountain trail. Now they're running around in circles again. Yeah, they've lost the scent, McGarrity. Buchanan knows his mountains and his dogs. He's crossed his high and dry railroad bed so the wind would carry off his scent. Well, I'd be... Say, where's the little fella? Little fella? Yeah, the puppy. Well, George, you're right. Where is he? Hip up. Here, Tiny. Come on, Tiny. Go get him, boys. Go find your little pal. Here, Tiny. Come on, pup. Look. There goes one of the hounds down that ravine. After him, boys. Go get him. They picked up Buchanan's trail again, I guess. They picked up something fresh, but they don't act as though they were on Buchanan's trail. Come on. Right. Hey, men. Follow us. Well, here's the bottom of the valley. Now, where are the hounds? Listen. See, they found something over there in that thicket. What's that? Come on. Somebody in there. Hello! Posse! Surround that thicket! Go, McGarry. Right. Youngster, climb down out of that tree. Oh. Hey, this young fellow's hurt. He's got a big gash on his head. No, I'm all right now. What happened, young fellow? I don't know. I, I was hunting squirrels, and all of a sudden something hit me on the head. When I came to, my rifle and squirrels were gone. There was a little dog sniffing a piece of raw meat. And then the whole pack came out. A little dog? Right. Where? Oh, right over there, where the big hounds are. All right, go away, go away, boys. Go away. Get away from that meat. Dead. That poor little pup. Yes. Buchanan must have had a vial of poison on him and poison this piece of squirrel meat to throw the hounds off again. That dirty yellow skunk. Uh, he was a good hound. He's been killed on his first hunt. But he set us back on that killer's trail. Buchanan can't be very far away. Say, if you fellows are a posse, I'd like to go along with you. I'd like my rifle back. Great Scott, I'd forgotten that. Buchanan has this boy's rifle now. Son, you better stay behind. We'll bring your rifle back for you. And Buchanan, dead or alive. Come on, hound, sniff. 
Take another smell of this shirt. Good smell. That's it. Now, don't lose a cent again. All right, all right. That's enough. Now, go find him. Go find the rat who killed your little pal. Lost the trail again at the foot of this cliff. That means that Buchanan must have climbed up the cliff. But he never could reach the top, Miller. No, he's most likely in that cave, halfway up or a crevice above it. We'll just wait till the rest of the posse have taken their position. Come down out of there, Buchanan. You know I'll go up and get you. Who's that? That wasn't one of our posse. It's Farmer Godfrey back of that rock. Godfrey? Yes. You got to stop him from committing murder. Hey, Godfrey, keep out of this. I'll keep out of nothing. I'm going to get that killer Buchanan. You'll have to go over there and stop him. Yeah, but you'll expose yourself to Buchanan if you do. Buchanan's held his fire so far that the chance I'll have to take. You stay here and keep that cave going. Right. You're a fool, Attorney Miller. Buchanan might have picked you off crawling over here like that. You look here, Godfrey. Buchanan's saving his fire till it means something. It's more than you've been doing. I'll shoot it out, Buchanan, any day. I'll stand in the open and let him stay in that cave and still knock the finger off his trigger when I see his gun flash. He's robbed my home twice and he's a killer. You'll have to have mighty good eyesight, Godfrey, to see a gun flash up in that dark cave. I ain't fixing to stay here. I'm going up after Buchanan right now. You move one foot beyond this rock and I'll shoot you. Why, that snake in a grass, Buchanan, robbed my house twice, poisoned two of my dogs. And you shoot me if I go after him. What kind of law is that? Law and order, Godfrey. You can't take the law into your own hands. That's my duty. Well, what are you planning to do? I'm going to make a dash for that boulder up ahead. I'm going up after Buchanan myself. Well, all right. I'll hold my fire. But if Buchanan gets you, I won't hold off any longer. All right, that's the promise, Godfrey. Wish me luck. <laughs> Garrity. What are you doing here? I thought I told you to stay back. I made a dash for this rock, just the same as you did, Miller. We'll be mighty lucky if he doesn't get one of us. Buchanan, we know you're up in that cave. You'd better surrender, Buchanan. Buchanan isn't biting. I'll try once more. Come down, Buchanan, or we're coming up for you. <laughs> That's got a response, all right. That bullet came within a split inch of my ear. That was a warning that Buchanan doesn't intend to be taken alive. Hey, look, there he goes, creeping out of the cave. Making it to the crevice above, we'll have a better cover. Well, it's now or never. You've got him, Miller. Yes, You've got him. Yes, he's falling, and he'll land right here at our feet. Well, there he is. Don't look much like a killer now. That's the end of Buchanan. And the end of the mystery of poisoned dogs and burglaries in Kentucky. Colonel Schwarzkopf, the final revelation that widely respected Clyde Buchanan had been the secret scourge of three states was a shock to the countryside. I can understand that, Chief Sim. He was a man who really led a double life. Colonel Schwarzkopf, this may surprise you, but Sloan's liniment leads a double life, too. Men and women with tough jobs now keep a bottle of Sloan's in their lockers at plants and factories, as well as on the medicine shelves at home. 
You see, Sloan's is so easy to use that all you need are a few minutes at lunchtime or during a rest period. With Sloan's, there's no need for hard, painful massaging. All you have to do is tap Sloan's liniment on and then relax for a while. And as you do, Sloan's penetrating warmth goes to work like a heat treatment. While almost no time at all, Sloan's helps you find quick and comforting relief. Don't let the suffering caused by simple muscular aches and pain slow you down. Let Sloan's help you maintain the top speed all America is aiming for. The top speed America needs in every job. Your job. Protect yourself from the stiffness and soreness that so frequently follows accident, overexertion, or overexposure to bad weather. Pick up a bottle of Sloan's liniment tomorrow on the way down to work and keep it in your locker always. And now, Gangbusters Clues. Wanted, most dangerous and ruthless criminals at large today. Number one, Basil Hugh Banghart, alias the Owl, 42, 5 feet 8 inches, 156 pounds, graying chestnut hair, blue-gray eyes, distinguishing marks, hair comes to arrow point, bald left and right front, hair comes to arrow point. Bald, left and right front. May wear 2P to cover this. Wrinkles across forehead. Wrinkles across forehead. Raised scar upper right chin. Raised scar upper right chin. Mole left cheek. Mole on left cheek. Eyes have owl-like appearance. Eyes have owl-like appearance. May... Wear glasses to cover owl-like eyes. May wear hat or toupee to cover bald spots front of head. May wear glasses to cover owl-like eyes. Urgently wanted criminal number two. Roger Tui, 44, 5 feet 5 and 3 quarter inches, 139 pounds. Drain, chestnut hair, blue eyes, distinguishing marks, hawk-like nose turns to left, hawk-like nose turns to left, mole below right side of nose, mole below right side of nose, prominent lump left side of neck, prominent lump left side of neck, lower lip turns under, lower lip Turns under, amputated right thumb tip, right thumb tip, amputated, may wear gloves to cover this defect. Urgently wanted criminal number three. Matthew Nelson, 40, 5 feet 10 and 3 quarter inches, 149 pounds, chestnut hair, Scar, right forehead, deep set, grayish blue eyes, protruding chin, repeating, scar, right forehead, deep set, grayish blue eyes, protruding chin. Urgently wanted criminal number four. James O'Connor, 36, 5 feet 5 and 3 quarters inches, 157 pounds. Dark, wavy hair, yellow-gray eyes, 
gunshot wound just above left elbow, left arm stiffened, repeating, left arm stiffened from effect of gunshot wound above elbow. Urgently wanted criminal number five. William Stewart, 45, 6 feet, 1 half inch, 179 pounds, dark graying hair, long straight nose, greenish gray eyes, round receding chin, has upper plate of false teeth, lower bridge of false teeth, mole, upper left part of head, scar, tip left index finger, repeating, upper plate of false teeth, lower bridge of false teeth, mole, upper left part of head, scar, tip left index finger. Urgently wanted criminal number six. St. Clair McEnerney, 31, 5 feet, 9 and 1 half inches, 159 pounds, wavy brown hair, short nose, yellow slate eyes, face six heavy brows, heavy brows, scar base of left thumb, scar base of left thumb. These subjects wanted for recent escape, Statesville Penitentiary, Joliet, Illinois. Governor, State of Illinois, has offered reward $1,000 for information leading to apprehension or delivery each these men to Statesville Penitentiary. Warning, these men reported armed and extremely dangerous. These men armed and extremely dangerous. If you have any information concerning these clues, notify your local police, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or gangbusters at once. And now, here's what Philip H. Lord has planned for next week. Gangbusters, friends, next week for Sloan's Liniment, the startling case of the Wolverine, the slinking terror of the Northland who stole out of the giant forest to strike with snarling savagery, midnight vigil in a deserted railroad station, and the eerie voice that came over the telephone. The paper napkin that led to the lonely, snowbound cabin. Then, the race between the thundering express train and the police on a handcar in a desperate attempt to capture the Wolverine. That's next week's Sloan's Liniment presentation of Gangbusters. Gangbusters is a Philip H. Lord production which has originated in New York. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.